everyone. Welcome back. It's Chris. And Ashley. And everyone, welcome to... We Need a Girlfriend. See, we're working on that too, right? Like a little back and forth. Yeah, I know. A little tit for tat. So this is episode, what, five? Episode five. All right. Sorry, we're a little late getting this one out. I'm I'm not sorry at all. We were busy. We had stuff going on. So, uh, you know... Hence football game. Our daughter had dance class for the first time, you know. Life. I love how I was trying to like turn it down a little because I'm like, oh, of course you, the second I hit play, you get nine <laughs> decibels louder. I was like, I'm oh shit, I'm having, I'm, to on the, I'm having to on the spot turn it down. I'm sorry. That's a lot like in the bedroom too. That's that's a hard thing. No, it's, it's not because we live with your in-law or with your parents. I live with so. my in-laws too sometimes. <laughs> no, you don't. We live with your parents, so I'm not very loud because we live with your parents. Well, We are doing power outer. Power outer? Yeah. It's like Power Otter. Yeah. That should be the mascot. Yeah. Otter. It's Power Otter. Okay, so what are you drinking tonight? So, uh, again, not sponsored, but I truly love it. Truly lemonade. Uh, Ashley got me the big can, too. to get the tall boy. But it's only 5% alcohol. Per volume. It's only 5% alcohol. I've got 8% alcohol, okay? Ooh, wow. Really not sponsored want... by Smirnoff Ice Smash the Lemon Lime. It would be just Smirnoff. Smirnoff Ice is like... It says Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, you said sponsored by Smirnoff Ice. It's just Smirnoff. I said we're not sponsored by Smirnoff. What would it take to be sponsored by Smirnoff? You'd probably have to drink a lot. Uh, See, the real game plan is to not drink at all and then get sponsored by them. That's the perfect... Yeah, we don't drink... I don't drink enough. But that's the perfect thing to get under the radar, though. Like, a non-drinker that is sponsored by an alcohol company? I drink one of these, like, what, once a week, Maybe. Honestly, this is probably the most you drank considering we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. Because normally I just drink once a year and it's on the weekend at my grandma's house for the reunion. It's a very particular space to go and drink. Hey, I know that our kids are good and they're safe. Yeah. So, So. (laughs) anyways, so I know that was like 20 things before I could even like get a word in (laughs) edgewise. Hell yeah. Speaking of edging. Anyways, uh, so this is something that I wanted to do. So I think a good format, I think about this a lot. I don't know if I should. I don't know if it's healthy. It's got to be healthy, right? I don't know what you're thinking about. Anyways, so I think about this a lot, and I think what I do is that the way that I want to structure this podcast, I think like the first half of it I want to have, or maybe like the first third of it, is I want to have kind of what's going on in our lives, kind of things that are is with us. And then I'd love to take like questions or like questionnaires or yeah, surveys or things that are like out there in the ether and then have us kind of talk about it. I'm good with that. I think that's I think that's good because I think we sit in a unique spot, especially again now that we're getting a little bit older and kind of like, you know, more I guess like sexually expressant out there. Yeah. Uh, oh man, this is gonna be good. Go ahead and eat that cracker. <laughs> let's see how let's see it. Let's see if the mic pick that up. No, go ahead. No, that's fine. This is gonna be an ASMR channel. Like I said, after a while, keep going. Keep going. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Our listeners want to hear the crumbling of that cracker. Go ahead. Whoa. Go. It's okay. Take your time. We do this. We do this for about an hour. Okay. So, I have all the time in the world. So. Oh boy. All right. Yeah. I guess. I guess things are going with us. So we didn't record on Monday, mostly because we wanted to watch Ohio State get the shit t- kicked out of them. But our daughter also had her first dance class. We're getting to there. S- stay 
focused on this one thing. No, because I'm not happy with us getting our ass kicked. Good. That's something that we could discuss then. <laughs> so. I don't want to talk about it. Well, too bad. We're going to talk about it. It's a shameful loss. We lost. It's not a shameful it loss. It needs to go in the closet. It made me mad. It's it's not a shameful loss, first off. Okay. So. We lost. As you would know, we live in Columbus. So we also live in Ohio. So you cannot be not an Ohio State fan. Is it a cult? Is being an Ohio State fan a cult? I don't know. Your friend Peter is a Michigan fan, so. Yeah, but he's like on suicide watch considering that Jim Harbaugh, the head coach, got an extension when he should be getting like his nuts chopped off. Yeah, well. Which is rough. But anyways, now that this has become a sports channel. Uh, so we watched that. We got we got, we got got hooked into that. So eh, it's just kind of how it is. I don't know. Well, it's... then the baby also had her first dance class. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, our oldest had dance class, which the is kind very of very first one. What an experience that is! I look, I look at that and I go, "You came from my testicles, you that is now like doing five, almost six, doing these acrobatic stuff and moves right now." And I go, "You came from me." <laughs> oh my God. I'm the one that birthed her, but I had a part in it. Yeah, but she was dinky when she came from you. She came out of me five pounds, three ounces. Again, as soon as we started talking, you get about nine decibels louder. What the fuck? Leave me alone. First off. You know I'm loud. Hell yeah, I do know you're loud. (laughs) First off, I have huge loads. Huge. I understand that. Huge loads. But your sperm is still tiny. I mean, you need a microscope, sure. How big is an egg? Like a woman's, in a woman's ovaries. How big? I don't know. You can see it on a, a... When they do the ultrasound. Is it like a Skittle? Is it like that size? I think so. I mean, you can see it on an ultrasound when they do an ultrasound on you. Because when I was... Now, oh, God, now I'm curious. Fuck. Like, when I was younger and they had to do an ultrasound on me, they could tell me, hey, look, you ovulated here and here's the egg. Well, now I gotta look at hell. I obviously wasn't worried about being pregnant at that time. Egg. Okay. How big is a human egg? Isn't that funny that we think we're like birds? Uh, it is 100 microns. So how big is 100 microns? It's very small. Keep talking, by the way. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, so she had her first dance class. She had fun. She enjoyed it. So now she's signed up for dance and soccer. Soccer in the spring and dance whenever, I guess. Okay, so it is .003 inches. Uh-huh. That's very tiny. How big is a sperm? Probably smaller than that. How big is a sperm? Probably smaller than uh, that. It's gotta be. Uh, uh, 50 micrometers. Yeah, it's a way tiny. So which one is bigger, a micron or a micrometer? I don't know. You've got your phone, figure it out. Well, keep talking. <laughs> so anyway, how are you guys this week? <laughs> we should definitely, you should definitely respond. You can find us at we need a girlfriend underscore official. That's that's on, on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. Or you can find us at we need a girlfriend on Instagram. Definitely look into that. Yeah. So you a can message us. A micrometer is also commonly known as a micron. So wait, there. So is a sperm bigger? That don't make any sense. That would split it in half. 
Speaking of splitting in half, what are we doing later? <laughs> okay. uh, one It's one millionth of a meter. The next melon is a nanometer. So we said it was, what, 50 microns? Uh, yeah. So it's, okay, so it is a, it's 50 microns, and then a sperm, or a sperm is 50 microns, and an egg is 100 microns. I feel like that's so wrong. Half the size? Because whenever I see, like, the videos, it looks like, you know, a mm -hmm. tiny little swimmer, and then, like, an egg is, like, this giant meteor. Mm-hmm. Whoa, what the fuck? Well, you know. I gotta emphasize it when they do that kind of crap. Yeah, so, anyways, what are we talking about with, uh, with uh, our little one doing doing dance? None, she just did dance. That's part of the reason why we didn't record on Monday. Mm-hmm. And do our podcast. Yeah. Because life got in the way. <laughs> so... If you're, if you are a human being, enjoy life is what we're trying to get at. Enjoy life. Uh, hold on. So, oh, here we go. Someone put a relative size, uh, and they put a picture of it. Of course it's blurry. Why the fuck is it blurry? Okay. That's how big and small it is. So for those that can't see it, this guy has like a kid's like rubber ball. Like, you know, this like a little bit bigger than like the size of like a human hand. And then the sperm is like a rice. <laughs> I told you it was bigger. It's the only time women can ever say that they're bigger than a man's. Unless they have big boobs. Well, you do have And a big butt. Uh, you got both of those out. <laughs> I also have big hands. You'd be packing if you were a dude. And I'm just big putting that out. Again, you'd be packing if you were a dude. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there, right there. You'd probably be girthier. Yeah, you'd probably have a little bit of girth. Hell yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we're talking about each other's genitals. If I had female genitals, what would I? What would you think I would? You'd be tiny. Tiny how? Like you'd be small boobs. How dare you? <laughs> I go on your mom and your grandma, okay? They have really tiny boobs. So I'd be I'd be like Your mom's like maybe an A cup and your grandma's maybe now that she's older, she's probably maybe a C, small C. I'd have no boobs. So I'd have to get like breast breast surgery yeah. if I was gonna be rocking it, huh? Yeah. I'd be I'd be the tight athlete. No, your dad still would have pushed you to do golf. You could be a tight athlete and still do golf. How dare you? Yeah, but when you're an athlete, as mm -hmm. a woman, you don't develop correctly. That's an so interesting if statement. You're pushed from an early age. Not true. the The biggest one that people will cite will probably be gymnastics, and those are like they do that at a very young age, yeah, and I actually, know. well, so any of those you sports don't necessarily develop correctly. But any of those sports where you have to cut severe weight and it throws off your hormones, yeah, those are the rough ones, like the gymnastics yeah, but it and everything also too. Like. When you're a girl and you have to wear those real tight leotards, it conforms. It like there can causes be issue. the binding of everything too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's fair. Man, you went straight to boobs right there. Okay, I have a pretty tight puss though, right? You, I guess you can't really judge that, can you? No, because there's really no there's for for guys. I mean, relatively speaking, it's relative to their size. I don't know. Is my is my my mind cute or is it? Just well, your penis. What, your vagina? Yeah. Girl, you have a sweet puss. I'm just putting that out there. I see a lot of puss. Well, here's, a th here's, here's what I would say to that. Because I would say for 
I would say for most guys, there's so there's there's a lot of uniqueness to a woman when it comes to like her vagina, mm-hmm. at least in terms of like you know lips and everything there too. I mean, if there was a lot of lip and there was a lot of like droop, I think I think everyone would be in agreement and be like, mm, that's maybe a little bit outside of what we would say is like I guess the cultural of what we consider you know beautiful. Okay. Okay. Right. Because there's some that, there's some of them that just don't like, have any lips on the outside. Right. And then others are they're kind of more. I would say that for a guy that doesn't really matter. Okay. I can see that, I guess. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of like the same thing with like a clit. You know how there's like Ah, uh, speaking of that, small, I get mine and then pierced again. That's true, you did have your clit pierced, uh, but right before we had our oldest. Yeah. They had they made me take it out. I had to do that for you because they yeah, couldn't do it. They couldn't get it out. I couldn't see it because my belly was in the way. So I, there's no way in hell I was getting to it. And so I. <laughs> and the nurse goes, "Okay, I'll take it out." And, and she, she's like, "She couldn't." Um, I can't get this out. And Chris is like, "Okay, we'll move." She's like, "Well, here, you need to put these gloves on." He's like, "Why?" She's I was like, like, "I finger that all the time. Why do I need to put gloves on?" <laughs> yeah, and so, but you had to because I guess it was a hospital policy or whatever. Well, they just didn't want any like bacteria. And everything. Yeah. I, I get it. So, so <laughs> probably because my water had broken already. Yeah, maybe. You're so, more exposed yeah, to infection. Yeah, so you had to take it out for me, and then they put it in a little jar. Okay, so I remember that. I remember pretty much that day perfectly. I know memories are very, like, faulty, but I remember that perfectly. Well, that's because you only had two and a half hours of sleep. That's also true. <laughs> you just, your water decided to break in the middle of the night, so that was great. It was at 4 th- at 4.45. I remember the exact time that my water broke. Okay, so middle of the night. Uh, <laughs> so what was funny about that was there was two women there. And then there's there's me, and then there's you laying down. So your pants are already off. They're checking and everything there too. And then it was like I can't get it out. They said that like we yeah. couldn't get undone. So I'm going there. And so literally the only way I'm holding you is by your fucking clit <laughs> ring. And, and like, like only there, you. you're like you're like. Argh! I was like I hate you right now. <laughs> I didn't. Well, I didn't fuck with you or anything I like know, that because like it was like you were holding it and I was having contractions, so it wasn't helping the matter. And I'm like I'm gonna kill you. Could you see? <laughs> You know, you know, women where like they they like masturbate while they're like having contractions and everything. I, I guess no, that's been around for, for like a well, few not years. Not for me, definitely not for me. They say it's like an immense pleasure kind of thing. See, not for me because I did really good. I got up to what eight, eight and a half centimeters before you decided that I needed the epidural because I was just growling at people. It was a little bit small. You were you were a little smaller than that. I thought it was like it was six eight. or seven. Uh huh. You asked my you asked my you asked my que- you asked me a question. You go, no, that's not right. Wait, no, why would you ask me a question? I remember them telling me I was eight because then they're like, okay, well, you can do the epidural now or not have one at all. And you said yes to the epidural because I was growling at people. I I remember don't, them saying. I, I would eight. say out of that part, I don't recall what exactly you were. I do remember like the six or seven. So you could have been eight when they did that, but once you had the epidural, you had Kyrie in like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I know. They gave me the epidural, and forty-five minutes later, she was there, and it only took what three, four pushes. Something like that. It was like really quick. Maybe we might as well just stopped at a drive-through right there. You could have had the, you could have had her in and out, no problem. Was, Why did we even get a bed? Why did we even get a bed? It was very quick. I my labor with her was only nine. Much hours. like the sex to, to conceive her right there. No, very it wasn't. quick, in and out, Whatever. no problem. No, it wasn't. no problem whatsoever. No, it wasn't. But no, it was like what nine hours of labor. Something like that. Here's a here's here's something I thought was really interesting. I was watching a TikTok and they were talking like the uh, the average male time for them to have sex 
um, before they have an orgasm and you know and, and ejaculate, it's like five minutes, five minutes and thirty seconds. And then for women, uh, for the time for them to like have an orgasm or something like that is closer to like the 10, 11 minute mark. Oh, really? So one of the interesting things that I saw was that dissonance between those things. It's that's why it's harder for like maybe women to have orgasms because it's so much. Guys get done and. I don't want to say I don't want to say easier. Easier is not the word. I didn't say easier. I said they get done quicker. So therefore, it would be easier. Not if it's quicker, is it easier? No, not necessarily. I like where your head's at, which is on my lap. Come here. Anyways, <laughs> no, I, I just I think that's so interesting. Why is it that guys can orgasm faster than women? I don't know. Why is that? I would I would love to have someone comment me or have an article or something that could tell me why. Yeah. Because I. I've watched stuff and I've you know I've heard podcasts and everything. I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by it. I mean, sex is a very big part of our culture and our, our life. So, you know, everybody wants to have good sex. I've never heard someone that goes, "I love terrible sex." Yeah, maybe no. dr- maybe drunk sex, but I mean, that's you know. But why? Our drunk sex always winds up with us passing out. <sighs> I don't like having drunk sex. Drunk sex, all <laughs> no. like much. So, but why is it? It's just faster for a guy, and I don't know. I guess, I guess, speaking as a guy, I can speak from my side. Like, as a guy, we're very visual. Right. Okay? So, it's like, you know, it's like you have a beautiful woman, and, you know, she's straddling you, and she's, you know, saying these things. So like, we're we're visual and, like, hearing part. We're kind of like, oh. Like, that. It just gets you going. It gets you going. Like, I mean, look, wh- why do you think Sports Illustrated has a swimsuit edition? Yeah, that's Because <laughs> guys are visually stimulated. But women are kind of more physically stimulated. But then even that. But, no, I don't know, because, like. If if your guy's doing like housework, that gets a woman going pretty quick. Or taking care of the kids or I think that I think that is that's a That's a visual thing. But I think that's for you know, a woman and again I'm speaking from like a from a uh uh sign I get I'm gonna speak as a scientist because I know everything. Fuck no, I don't know anything. I, at Google least it. at least well at least where I'm from here, it's like you know women like to have the uh, have a mate that they know that they'll be taken care of, that they will provide for them. So I think that's maybe more from like a uh, maybe a sociology standpoint. Oh, okay. But from like a physical standpoint, like I think women are more physically turned on. But even that is subject to some some scrutiny because yeah. like some women don't like their nipples touched. Other women do. Other women do. Ashley, like... Shut up. I, 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 this is our podcast. I can say whatever the hell I want right there. Like, you love... When I'm not nursing, yeah. You love, like, vag- like intercourse vaginally and then, like, suck it on nipples. Yeah. That right there, put it away right there. She's going to be in for a good night. Yeah. But when I'm... It's it's different, though, when you're nursing. Yeah, but that's when the... When I'm nursing, I'm like, don't touch me. But that's the exception. Yeah, that's, like, the only exception when it comes to that. And I've only done that a few times, so... Right. When it comes to nursing and stuff and taking care of the kids. So, I guess I'm just... I guess I'm, I'm, I'm just... I'm so curious of, like, physically, you know, some women want to be held in certain ways or more aggressive or softer and stuff like that. And I guess, speaking as a guy, guys kind of want that too, too, but I think guys are maybe... They just want to want. They just want someone for them to have sex with. Like as as I know that sounds insane. Oh it sounds insane, but it's just like holy shit. She's on top. This is fucking great. Not thinking of like when a woman is like, 
oh, he's holding me in a certain way, and then he also looks nice, and oh, he shaved perfectly right over here. You know, right. like like all those other factors. So I think it's it's maybe more in the details for women. Yeah. Whereas guys, they're like, I, I just want someone to cuddle me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know? I if want that somebody makes... to cuddle. I like it when you cuddle. Oh, thanks. I love it when I cuddle with you, too. I like being the little spoon. You do, don't you? Yeah. Although lately I've been being the big spoon because the baby's been in the bed because she's being a pain in the ass. And not sleeping without being next to mom. Hell yeah. Okay, so I did I did look up a couple uh, uh, things at, uh, was it, would you say it's considered at work? Yeah, it's kind of at work, I guess. Um, oh, man. I want to keep talking. Do at work? What, what's at work? What? Well, no, I was I was trying to look up things that we can, like, talk about. Oh. Um, oh, okay, so on your lunch break. Or just, you know, whenever. So, on your lunch break. Uh, you know, just like whenever. So, on your lunch break. I I plead the fifth. I'm saying he did it on his lunch break because that's his own personal time and not the company's time. Like, oh, come on. Like, anyone's ever cared about the company's time. Yeah, but you uh, don't know who's listening to your podcast. I don't give a shit. You heard me. You will if you get fired. Oh, man. I mean, then it's a fucking story right there. Are you kidding? Yeah, but then like this is a good job. I know it's a good job. But how awesome would it be like someone's like, I heard you on a podcast and you were talking about you were looking up stuff on your phone during work hours, and then everyone everyone that's ever had a job ever be like, How dare you? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It sounds it sounds ridiculous. Sounds ridiculous, but people have been fired for less. That's also true. Fuck, come on. I just need to start saving stuff on my phone. Uh, you know, like how I have like 85. You save everything on your I have like 85 life. tabs. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think that's a joke. I think I legitimately have like 85 tabs. Why? I don't know. I just do. Okay. This was the University of uh, Indiana. Mm-hmm. All right. So they were talking. This is from uh, 2018, by the way. Uh, so they were talking about just kind of, I guess, interesting questionnaires. And I'd love to hear what your thoughts is on some things. Um, so like many older adults continue to have active, pleasurable sex lives sex lives, reporting a range of different behaviors and partner types. However, adults over the age of 40 have the lowest rates of condom use. Although these individuals may not be concerned about pregnancy, this suggests they need to enhance education efforts for older individuals regarding STI risks and prevention. So like we hear, oh, you know, like the villages in Florida and stuff like that. And people are like, you know, you know, STDs are running crazy over there because they're like, well, we can't get pregnant. You can still catch something. You can't get pregnant. You can still get gonorrhea though. You can catch all kinds of shit. Crabs, gonorrhea, herpes. Those are still things. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> they still happen. But I think that's what's so interesting about the education we put on is mostly like about pregnancy, mm-hmm. like unwantedly bringing a child into this world. And we don't talk about like the other, which I would consider life altering uh, STDs and, you know, things that you can be ill. There's a keyboard right I there. Think there's a keyboard. <laughs> I didn't put my foot on it. I guess I got something you could put your foot on. Right here. Okay. Uh, so that was one of the things I thought was kind of interesting. They're like, okay, well, all right. You know, old people fucking. Why not? Hey, more power to you. Right. Uh, another one was about 85% of men report that their partner had an orgasm at the most recent sexual event. This compares to the 64% of women who report having had an orgasm at their most recent sexual event, a difference that is too large to be accounted for by some of the men having had male partners at their most recent event. 
So I think that's kind of interesting how 85% of men says that the other person had an orgasm, but then women, 64% of the time, said that they had an orgasm. Huh. Bunch of fakers. Bunch I don't have of... that problem. Do you think that's a pretty common thing, though? You know I don't have that problem. For crying out loud, I just put it in your mouth I... the other night. You know, since you're talking about that. By the way, <laughs> anyone that's hearing that, like, if you can get your partner to squirt, fucking amazing <laughs> when they squirt in your mouth. Fucking amazing. Oh, my God. I couldn't do anything to it was... stop it. I love it, too, when people are like, you know, that's pee, right? I just got pissed in the mouth. <laughs> what? Yeah, people say I, that. People say I, that's piss. Okay. I, you know what? When you're in the first off, when you're in the middle of the moment, who gives a shit? <laughs> it was like a lot too, which it was like I assume that's probably. I don't know. I went to the bathroom beforehand, so I know my bladder was empty. So. Which I assume is probably very similar when you're giving head, right? Yes. It's like oh, it's like a mouthful. It's like that's a lot. I have to swallow a few times. Well. Nothing I can do about that. But when you did it, I was like, fuck, that was hot. Yeah. That shit was so hot. Oh, my God. Anyways, <laughs> now back to uh, women being a bunch of fakers. <laughs> you can't. I am definitely not you... one of those women. But why do you think that's the case? Because I... they want their partner to feel like they did something? I... <sighs> they don't want their partner to feel disappointed. I think that's what it is. Because us guys, it's like, for us, it's like, yeah, we care about getting our nut, sure. But it's like... I guess they want to reciprocate that. You know, they they want you to have Not a good all time. guys, though. I know. We're talking generalizations, too. Sure, I get it. But it's like, I want you to have a good time. So if you're having an orgasm, then you did have a good time. And maybe there's a little bit of pride in that, that I was like, hell yeah, I made you kind of experience something that is probably very difficult for even you to do right. to yourself. So if you don't get to that, then it becomes, well, I did something wrong. And I think that's maybe why women do that is because it's like, oh, maybe I did something wrong and I maybe... Right. You know, he won't like me after this or something like that. Or it's a bad date or it's a bad sexual experience. And it's like, I just want him to feel good about it. That's true. That could be it, too. I think that's just kind of interesting of like, I don't know. I, I can't speak for myself because, A, I don't really have a problem having an orgasm. I no. mean, at all. All right. So next question here. So men, again, this is a national study in Indiana. Men are more likely to orgasm when sex includes vaginal intercourse, and women are more likely to orgasm when they engage in a variety of sex acts and when oral sex or vaginal intercourse is included. So I think that's kind of interesting. I think I think for most guys, I, again, I'm speaking generalized, I think they mostly care about vaginal sex. Right. It's like guys like head, and I think if you're in a relationship with someone, they're okay with you know, coming when you're giving them head. But I think they more care about getting getting that tight puss. Well, yeah. I think that's Absolutely. what they care about more. Whereas I think women kind of more enjoy, like it says, kind of the variety of things. Well, yeah. Like, cause, I definitely enjoy the variety of things. Well, I think it's interesting. Because well, we do it all, toys included. Foreplay, toys. I have, I have no problem, by the way, with toys. That's I think good to know. I could probably talk like, fucking an hour just based upon that like i guess this opens up the conversation for that so i would say for any guy that listens to this right here you don't you don't need to do it alone no it is not a diss to your manhood it is like it's absolutely nothing because to me if anything if you say hey let's use a toy it will probably one shock her and two she'll be like hell yeah 
Well, I, I think it would be. I think it becomes for guys. Again, we're we're, we're prideful beings. I just whatever. You know, it's it's. Well, I'm all you ever need, baby. You know. And 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 where do guys trust e- me? I don't need more than you because I can get off just using you. But I like having the variety. Well, I think where well maybe like guys consume me like again generalizing guys typically look at porn okay and they see a guy. Hey, women do too. We just do it differently. Again, generalizing <laughs> that guys look at porn. They watch a guy just pounding the shit out of a woman, and she's going nuts and going crazy, and then she's super satisfied at the end of it. And, he, and every and guys growing up, they kind of go, "That's how it should be." I know that's. But porn isn't real. It's man. not real. It's one hundred percent not real. It's fake. But it's so fake. But they see that and they go, "Oh, if I need a toy, that means I'm not adequate enough to satisfy her." And again, I look at it as a tool. Right. You know, so like to me, again, I guess maybe making that joke back earlier, like a little bit of edging. Like, I kind of like using a toy to that to kind of edge you closer and then kind of, you yeah. know, pull away or do something right there to kind of give you different varieties. I like to tease. I'm a tease. What can I say? I tease back, though. You do. That's 100% <laughs> true, without a doubt. But I, I guess that's, to me, I think, why guys are maybe a little hesitant using toys that just don't feel adequate enough. And again... It's kind of like, I guess, if you were kind of going to go to any team sport, if you were to play football, you can't just do it alone as a quarterback. You know, you have to have, you know, different different tools at your disposal right. to achieve yeah, your goal. for sure. So what about women, I guess, when they're taking the initiative? Like, it's different if a guy takes the initiative and wants to use a toy, but what about, like, women when they bring that to the bedroom? What do you think? I don't know, because, like, I don't have a problem telling you. I'm, I'm the type of woman that goes, hey, get that. We're going to use it. You know, because I've done that several times with you, where I've told you to grab a toy or grab something, one of my vibrators or... Well, shit, like, fuck, when I got home from work today, you were literally like, i just been checking out this toy right here, you gotta check this shit out, and it was like, clit, vaginal, and anal. Yeah. It was like, you want fucking every, just about every (laughs) hole you got to be vibrating in silicone. Okay. (laughs) something i came across that i thought it looked interesting leave me alone i I think i think that's interesting as fuck i think i shocked you more or less because you're like wait what kinda (laughs) because i I guess i'm getting older so i'm becoming like okay you know what i guess i guess when it comes into like our relationship i'm usually the like no i got you you know i take i take you and it's like yeah but i guess it's also because like we've been together for a long time so, I've always been comfortable with you, and, like, I feel safe. Sure. Well, the older we've gotten, the more safe i felt about, like, having sex and, like, talking to you about it and, like, coming out and actually telling you things and, like, you know, you don't make me feel stupid about stuff. Uh, so, stupid how so? Like, because you know how sometimes, like, a girl will say something? Like, there's sometimes where girls will say something and they feel stupid. Like, the guy will be like, really? What the hell is wrong with you? Or they'll say something that just make them go, oh, okay, mm-hmm. I shouldn't have said that. Like, they, they they feel like they're safe, and then they say something, and then they're really not in a safe... I mean, I don't think that's, like, sexually focused. I think that's more... Well, I know that. Uh, like, emotional maturity and yeah. just the relationship part of it. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but, like, with me, I'm finally becoming more emotionally mature like, I about mean, I... stuff, and I'm also becoming more mature about... The whole 
sex thing and like opening up more about it with you. Well, and and take it for what it is is you know again I think a lot of it depends on the maturity of the person. Um, and I may, I mean I we we poke at each other and jab at each other all the time. I mean I would, well that's just how our relationships always work. I know, but that's that's different when it comes to someone that's like boy he's just verbally abusive towards me. Right, but we're not like that. Like we we pick at each other, but we're not verbally abused. We don't put each other down. I would I would agree with that. Our our goal in a relationship is never to put each other down. We're always in the relationship to build each other up. Which is the way it should be. Oof, it should be, but man, it's not how, always. It's not always. I But that's why if we get a girlfriend, see, we'd be able to build her up too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think with any people that we bring into our lives, you know, in, in any of our friends and stuff like that, is that uh, well, not any, because there's some that just can't be. Uh, well, I get it, the but salty people, you know who you are. I, I get it, but no, to me, it's someone comes into our life that you know we try to be there for them and try to bring them up, and if they have any wants or needs, that we can be able to help that as well. It's not right. a, it's not about just giving, or excuse me, it's not just about taking everything in a relationship. It's also a lot about giving. Yeah, and is. you know, people want, you know, support, and they want someone to listen to them, and that if they need help, you know, you know, well, it's kind of like I went over to my friend's house today to hang out, mm-hmm. and like she was talking about her haircut. She wants to get a new haircut, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do it, go for it. Why not? You gotta put your haircut on the Instagram. Too. Oh yeah, I gotta take a picture. I got a new haircut and more color. Hell yeah, make you feel like a whole new woman. Yeah, but like. You know, she that was she was like really stressing because she's like, I don't know if I want to cut my hair off. I don't know if I want to do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. if you want to cut it short, cut it short. It grows back. It's okay. Right. Like I encouraged her, and she was like, okay, well, I'm gonna send this to the stylist because she had a bunch of different pictures, and I was like, oh, I like that one. That one looked good on you. This one will look good on you. Like, and then she finally decided on one, and she sent it to the stylist, and she's like, I want to do this, and the stylist was like, all right, are you sure? Right. Because she's supposed to get her hair cut in like the next week or so. And I'm like, do it. Why not? Right. Like, go ahead and do it. Like, I don't see the point of not doing it. Right. So, I guess I, I guess because I went over there and I talked to her and, like, I was, like, helping her decide and, like, you know, it wasn't just about, like, going over there and, like, just chilling and hanging out. It was, she has been anxious about getting her hair cut. It's interesting. Because it took so long for her hair to grow out. And, and to me, I guess... I know we're pulling away from like the, the sexual part and we're just and that's fine. I, I, I want it to be as organic as possible and us being able to find understanding. But to me, hair it's I mean, hair is a part of you. It is not you. Right. You are not the identity of your hair. Right. Especially something that is not permanent. I mean, hell, nothing is permanent in this life. So to me Well, unless you get a tattoo. I mean, even, even when you try to remove them, they still stay there. I, okay, smartass. Yeah, fine. All right. <laughs> but you, you see what I'm saying is that I, I think for someone that if it brings you pleasure and joy, I'm all for that. I think if you want to get a haircut because it gives you a fresh look and something different, because I, I think the hard part in life as you get older is routine. You develop a routine. You get stuck in a routine. Is that next thing you know, five years has passed, and you kind of feel like, if I could summarize for the last five years, it'd be very small blips on the radar. Right. It'd be very few things in that time. Like, I did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seriously, it's kind of like, I think about, like, in our 20s. Chris, what did you do that was significant in your 20s? It maybe is under 10 things. 
you know, like having kids and getting married and like you know like you, you, I I see those see. things. We got married. That you don't you don't have, you don't have to give examples, but you, do you see what I'm saying? We bought a house and then our daughter. That's three, is it? And there's like smaller things too of like well. You know, I got this job that I wanted, or I bought right. that car I wanted. Or, or our daughter took her first steps. Like those kind of things. But it's but realistically, you kind of go, I go to work, I go home, you know, I take care of the kids, I watch a movie or whatever, and then I go to bed. And then you do that for the next 10 years, and you're kind of going, I feel like I didn't live. Yeah. I feel like I didn't live. So I think that's why it's significant when someone goes, I want to do something drastic, such as get a tattoo or get my hair done. Or things of that nature. Yeah. You know, or I just decided to take up skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, I mean, you laugh, but that's like it's true. It's, it's kind of true. true. It's it's just that I I want to break up the routine somehow, and that's what I feel like for me in coming in 2021, is what can I do things that are different, that I haven't done before. So it's like starting to do meat. You know, wanting yeah, to do meat and do, do those meat. things. Yeah, your dad got you a really nice thing for Christmas. Yeah. So I've been trying to do a lot of cooking. Things that, you know, I, I hey, wouldn't have done before. I'm telling you, he's a good cook. Hell yeah, ladies. Oh, you hear that? Oh, I'll make Seriously, it. Seriously, if you become our girlfriend, you're going to eat well. I'm telling you're you. You're going to get the meanest steak you ever had right there. And that's not steak the only so meat. good. It's not the only meat you're probably going to get. But. So. But that's, but that's the thing to, to me. Oh, you have to be open to kids, man. You got to have somebody that's open to kids. <laughs> Just saying. This, okay. It's funny that you said something about kids because. I, I was I, I was watching some stuff you know again TikToks and things like that. There is a fucking heavy stigma against kids. Really? There people shit on kids. Like if you if you are if you are a in your twenties or you're in your thirties, and you see someone with kids, people fucking hate kids. Why? Because they go that's like the little shit machines. They keep me up all night and da, 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 da. like it's all the negative things in, in in it's all the negative things with kids. But kids are. Yes, kids can be awesome, and yeah, we I've complained about you know my daughter, but that's only because of virtual school right now. Uh, but I'm, I'm but I'm, like there's so much good when it comes to the kids. Here's here's my thing is just seeing them smile can so, lift your day. Seriously, like go watch TikToks and then watch when someone like has something to do with kids. It is mostly negative. Really? Because none of my TikToks are like that. Well, I'm just in a weird fucking algorithm, I guess, with TikTok. <laughs> but with all the stuff that I see, it's like, you know, kid kept me up all night, or I'm going to, you know, kid's a teenage, you know, I say kid. It's like, you know, young kid is talking back, and so I whoop his ass with a belt, you know, all these things. And you kind of go, yeah, the, yeah, there's kids that they, the kids will do things that you don't agree with. Things that it's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you kept me up all night. You talk back at me. I wanted you to eat. You didn't eat. I, like, everyone's heard those things. But there is no other feeling when a kid runs and, like, hugs you and says, like, I love you or I missed you. Right. Or they're playing with a toy and then they hand you the toy and want you to play. Like, yeah. kids truly love you with no with no reason but purely for the sake that you're their parent, you're their or, parent or you're somebody who's in their life. Yeah. Yeah. That, like there's no feeling like that. Like, I I I feel I feel so sad when people saying that they never want to have kids because like they feel like they'd be shitty parents or stuff like that. And, and again, more power to you if you think that. But I think you almost sometimes do yourself a disservice with how great kids can be. Yes, there's a lot of negatives, but there's also a lot of good things. And I'll tell you what, you might have a million negative things, but those few good things you see yeah. completely outweigh those bad things. For sure. Like I love it when. You know, our oldest, she loves, she, what was it, she was a couple years ago, 
because she's played soccer for two years now. So when she was like almost four, she decided before her fourth birthday that she wanted to play soccer. Have no idea where the idea came from. Have no idea how it got in her head. But she was determined she wanted to play soccer. So I was like, all right, we'll go on. We'll figure it out. She watched the movie Bend It Like Beckham, maybe. I don't know. So we found a soccer team for her, got her into soccer. And I'm telling you what, yeah, she was like, it's like trying to hurt a bunch of cats. But to watch her have fun and just be a kid is the best feeling in the world. Like, I I enjoy watching her even though she's like you know, very disorganized. Now that she's getting older, she's doing better with listening when it comes to, like, soccer and now she's in dance. And I like watching her and then her coming out of her dance class and being so excited on how she did with her dance class, even though it was her first one. And the teacher was hard on her. Like, we watched the teacher be hard on her and she didn't care. She had fun. It was that excitement and that joy coming out of her that made me feel good as a parent. Well, something new and something different. It was a yeah. skill that she could develop. Yeah. And then, like, our youngest, she's really close to walking. And, like, every time she does it, she smiles and her dimples come out. It just, like, brightens my day just a little bit. Yeah. So, again, like, those kind of things you're always going to remember. And you just have such an appreciation of, like, I am responsible for this. And as much as you think that, you know, kids are, you're afraid that you're going to break them. I think that's what a lot of people are worried about is like, I'm going to say something or I'm not going to give them enough attention. It's going to break, you know, this little, little thing. It's like kids are very resilient. They have a personality. They, they understand what they like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't trade anything for our kids. I would keep them. A billion dollars. Nope. Not even a billion dollars? Nope. Not even, doesn't make you even think of that a little bit? No. Why? Because A thousand shares in Amazon. Nope. Those are ours. They're our kids, and I wouldn't give them up for the world. Yeah. I love them, and I, yeah, I have my days where it's not good with our oldest, especially when it comes to school, but I have so many more good days with them and good times right. with them. Right. Than I would anything else. Right. So, nah, I definitely love my kids. I don't know if that's also because of speaking of, you know, the tragedy that we had and all that. And that's why, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. So, that was that was the uh, the, the kids hour right there. Yeah. I'll get the, <laughs> get, oh, give it a shout out to the kids. Okay. So, here was another one from this uh, this study in Indiana. Among participants in relationships, approximately 89% reported being in a monogamous monogamous partnership. 4% reported open relationships, which some called consensual monogamy, and then 8% reported being supposedly monogamous, what some call non-consensual non-monogamy. Don't know what the fuck that means. I have no fucking clue what So 4% said. of people have open relationships. And then 8% have supposed monogamy. So I think it's like people that are cheating on each other. Probably. I think that's what that means. So I guess it's kind of weird the 4% open. I assume polyamorous falls into that as well. Which I don't even know if I'd even consider that as an open relationship. that's not. If you bring a girlfriend in or a boyfriend in and you're like, like you're just with those people. So. 
like, and just sexually with those people and, like, you're in a committed relationship with those people, is that really... So, leave your comments. Uh, is that really, like, an open relationship? I don't if know. If it's an open relationship, like, hey, you go have a girlfriend and I'll go either have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, like... Google decided that, like, I'm going to spy on you and listen to what you want. That's funny. Apparently. Damn it, Google. No, okay, so here's... How to break up respectfully is what... Four teens is what popped up on my phone. Hey, you did it. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so we'll, we'll, round, we'll roughly round up. We'll say 90% of people are in a monogamous partnership, which is we're in a relationship. We don't... We're, we're not... We're exclusive. No one else comes into our relationship. That's it. Right. Okay. Well, except for the fact that we're trying to bring in a girlfriend. Again, you missed what I was saying. 90% of people say we're in a relationship. Oh, yes. That's it. Yeah. Got to pay attention to these things. Sorry. I, I know what you're wanting. You want us to get done so we can go upstairs and I can just fuck your brains out. <laughs> Shut I'm up. I'm not wrong. I'm not saying no. <laughs> <laughs> but then you have, I guess, the 7 8% saying that it's like, oh, they kind of get cheated on. Which I think is, I think that's probably about right. You think about, like, you know, roughly one in ten people are probably fucking some, someone or doing something or, I mean... I don't know. There's a lot of that going on in my family, so I don't know. But but you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think for, for people in our age, there's probably something like that. Oh, yeah, I, I, sure. I think I think it's become more open to the fact of, like, people are like, you know, this is kind of who I am. It's like, you know, I see other people and stuff like that. Yeah. I think when they make the initial, I think when they make the step to want to get married, that's when I think is another issue. But here it doesn't say anything about marriage. So take that for what it is. But I'm really surprised open relationship because to what we're talking about. And please leave your comments on uh, like Instagram or even here. We need a girlfriend. Yep. So here's, here's my take on it. An open relationship okay there's a couple things i've seen with that one someone kind of a couple starts dating and they make the decision that they're going to also see other people right i think that's one and then i think another one is on the trailing end that people had been in a relationship for a long time it's starting to kind of fall apart and so they think of having an open relationship but that makes them maybe savor that relationship they have with each other it kind of preserves it if you will Okay. It's kind of weird. Does that make any, any type of yeah, sense? Yeah, it makes sense. It's like, well, I'm just getting my other needs met, but you're the one that I care about well, kind of thing. we had a friend that was like that, remember? Yeah. They had, like, they got married, but then they also had open relationships, so they were seeing other people on the sides, but when they came home at night, it was them. Right. It was nobody else. It was just them at home at night. Like, that to me would be a, in its definition, a open relationship. And that's how they agreed to be, though. Yeah. But I think with, and it worked for them. So but I know. think when you're talking about polyamorous, or at least in the way that we're talking about, it would be us with the same person right. developing a relationship. Yeah. I think that's the difference right there. It's that we have a foundation already. We're just expanding building up. We're expanding that foundation of like what? Like expanding a house. Hell yeah. It gets bigger, baby. Uh, but but I think that's I think that's the key difference. It's not you're in a relationship with someone and then you bring them around me, yeah. and I try to get my feelers for every you know everything, and it's like okay, you seem kind of cool, but inevitably it would still be your girlfriend. Yeah, it'd be your relationship that you have the closeness no, to it. See, for that's us, why we're looking together. For us, it to... would be that we would have a. I try to say equal. It's tough to say equal in a relationship, but kind of a equal connection with that person. Yeah. 
I think that's what we're looking for. Yeah, for sure. So that is a super complicated, like, like complex little thing right there. But I, th- I guess that's how I kind of feel about it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, having a close friend that you're in a relationship with and then, you know, you, or maybe you have a, a close group of friends, you know, a, people that you can, you can meet up at like their house for dinner and stuff like that. And they're on, oh, by the way, I murdered someone eight years ago on a drunken stupor. <laughs> and then they go, what the fuck? And they go, you can't tell anyone. Yeah. Like you can't tell anyone. Like it's a cold case, but you can't tell anyone. Just shut like, up. Don't sh- stop just talking shut up and don't about say anything. Well, Google's uh, listening in. I never told you about that too, did I? What? <laughs> what? Okay, hold on, hold on. This is this is a funny story. Oh, I've never, I, I just, it just, I just remembered it. So this was. I don't want. I do. I want to know. This was sophomore year of high school. Freshman. Also, oh, before I met you. Yeah. Okay. This is a freshman or sophomore year of high school, and I was in a science class for everyone that was a year older. Okay, I don't want to say I was the smart one, but I was kind of the smart ass. Kind well, of. Well, you took AP classes. Yeah, but this was like I actually got into like. Uh, science classes like a year before everyone was supposed to in our grade. Oh, okay. Okay, so everyone was a year older than me. So there was this one girl. I can't remember what her name was at all. I mean, high school might as well have been like five lifetimes ago. So I don't remember who she was, but uh, I was good friends with a couple guys in that class. And she would be like our lab partner or whatever. Anyways, we had made jokes of like something of of like – I had a relationship with someone else and it was like tragic and that I couldn't talk about it. Kind of, kind of one of those numbers right there. Oh. Just like, you know how it can be like, look like I'm super serious, but it's a joke. Yeah. She didn't understand that it was a joke. So I kept going with it. Oh my God. No. So I kept going. And I was just like, yeah, her family's reached out to me and she, they, you know, they were talking to the police and everything and there might be something that comes up here. I'm like, I'm not sure. And you know how I can have like yeah. a serious face. Oh yeah. He, oh my God. He can hold. He can hold it, guys, and then he'll just bust out laughing for no reason. But you're not sure if he's being serious or if he's actually joking because of how he does it. So I I kept it going for, like, a couple weeks or something like that. Well, then one day I had, like, the flu. And so I was gone for a few days, okay, because I felt really (laughs) shitty. And I get back, and she's like, oh, my God, you're back. I go, yeah, I was kind of sick after. She goes, I thought the cops took you. Oh, my God. I was like, what? And she's like, well, you were saying all this stuff oh, no. about this other girl. And, I, and she's like, I went online and did research and try to figure out, like, you know, like, Westerville student and, like, another oh girl over the last few years. <laughs> and I go, no. I was fucking with you this whole time. Oh things, were ne- things were never the same after that. She did not like me at all after that. <laughs> To that girl who ever had to deal with my husband, I apologize. She, I, this is before he ever met me. <laughs> but I I love shit like that. I'm just telling you, he is a good guy. I Let me get this straight. To anyone that listens, I have virtually no boundaries when it comes to a really fucking good well, joke. Well, now you do. We'll say, for the sake of argument... I almost have no boundaries when it comes to a really... That's why I really want to win the Mega Millions. Well, because it would not be for selfish reasons. It would just be for really funny reasons. That's true. Would that be selfish? If I if it gives me a good laugh, is that selfish? Maybe. If I'm the only one that laughs, yes. is that selfish? If you're the only one that laughs, then yes. But I'll probably be laughing with you, so... Unless I do something to you. I would never do anything if to you. If you do anything to me, I'm cutting your balls off. 
what if with that money I get bull testicles? Ew. And they're like way bigger. Gross. Like yeah, I know. Balls are gross. We've talked about this before. That's gross. Yeah. Um, no, I used to work with horses, okay? Yeah. That's gross. What balls? Yes. How big I are... also watched a horse get castrated, okay? How big are horse testicles, by the way? Give me a size comparison. I, I gotta know what I'm up against. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's like the size of like almost a basketball. Yeah. Well, no. A little smaller than a basketball. Okay, so like a w- WNBA basketball. Or like a youth youth basketball. Probably like a youth Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Probably, uh, it's probably bigger than a grapefruit. Well, okay, it's about the size of a grapefruit. Holy shit. <laughs> I watched a horse get castrated, okay? Would you say that's in your top ten things that you've seen that you regret seeing? I don't regret seeing it because it was very educational because the vet came in and did it in front of us to teach us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very educational. Was that horse knocked out, by the way? Yes. yes. Oh, okay, oh, thank God. No, they, they completely knocked him out, and they had him roll over, and we watched it. And it was funny, the two guys that were in our class, we watched them cringe, and we're just like, then go over there. But I'm telling you, the one thing that you will remember for sure is the smell. The smell, man. I'm telling you, you will not forget that smell. So if I get a vasectomy, am I going to have to experience that smell? Probably not, because you're not a barn animal. I could be a barn animal. Shut no, up. No problem. <laughs> but no, like, and then, like, um, we also watched a few female horses get stitched up. Yeah. Which is essentially so they can't have babies. Right. And the smell of that is even bad. Yeah. You're not making it sound like I really want to do that. You don't. Let me put it this way. I almost passed out when they did the female. I didn't pass out when they did the male, but I almost passed out when they did the female. I can, as speaking as... Probably a, because I was, like, right up close because I had to hold the horse's tail. Yeah, probably. But and spe- they don't really knock out the female horse to do it. Speaking from a guy's perspective, there is something of, like, watching something else's testicles get hit or something like that that does give us, like, again, we're visual animals, and we go, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was when I when I watched the female because I was right up close and I had to help the the vet. Yeah. And maybe that's why I got like lightheaded because I'm just thinking, oh my god. You have why? the similar parts. Well, why why are you doing this to this poor animal? Like, why? Poor animal. Yeah. She because being taken care of. They didn't knock her out. They barely numbed her. Yeah, listen, testicles are a little hard. Okay, but when you got a needle going through you. It's to no, stitch it up? Yeah, but there's no, that's no, no different than getting, like, your teeth done. Okay, they do it 20 times over and over, and they don't give you anything to numb you or stitch you. Well, it's because 21 times is the magic number until uh, they need to get that in there. They didn't numb her. I don't remember them numbing her or nothing. Did they go, it's okay. And they just, let me tell you, that horse is not happy. No? Oh, hell no. Pretty sure that's the horse that threw me into the wall real hard. You are pretty fucked up from horses. The irony is that you love horses and taking care of them. I do. But the ironic part is your body has taken such abuse from them. <laughs> well, that's because I got stuck with the yearlings most of the time. So I got to be the guinea pig of, like, breaking the yearling to the brush or to the thermometer or to the halter or to the the harness. Or, oh, wait, here's a fun one. Let's break them to cross ties. Mm, I know some of those words. Like... I got, I got, I had to break them to a lot of things when they got brought into the barn. I was always the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. And you know, you could have just said no. It wasn't that I always like volunteered, but I always got volunteered even when I didn't volunteer. You can always say no. But I looked at it as to, well, I'm learning. I'm, 
I'm learning. So to me, it was a good thing because I got to learn more than a lot of other kids. There's did. a sucker every day. No, it wasn't a sucker. I had fun. <laughs> hey, I may have gotten busted up, but I had There's a lot of fun. Suckers born every day. I may have gotten busted up, but I had a lot of fun with my horses. Was it fun when you got busted up against the wall right there? <laughs> it's something you deal with when you have horses, especially when they're yearlings. Well. But I, I, I would gladly do it again. I love working with my horses. That's good. It's good exercise, too. You don't realize that it's exercise, but man. Good exercise. You were doing exercises, and then you didn't do anything and hurt your knee. I fell. I had to learn that from mom that you fell. You I never, told you I you fell. You never I told you me. I fell because I told you I broke the basket. You said you broke your basket. And I told you I fell on my knee when I broke the basket when I was getting up. Falling on your knee is kind of like, oh, I braced myself. and I, I, I like. No, I slammed my knee into the ground, and then three days later it locked up on me. How does a knee lock up? I don't know. I just know it hurts. But it's my bad knee, the one that I got thrown off, which, by the way, my a teacher. A horse. But, which, Thank you for by the my way, point. my teacher did make that owner come get that horse. Well, that magically fixes your knee. I forgot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm also getting old. Oh, shut up. You're 30. <laughs> I'm going to be 31. So and everything I said is still correct. You're 30. And I've gained weight. <laughs> well, you can always lose weight. I'm working on it. It's a cyclical thing. It's like, I want to lose weight, but I need to exercise. But I can't exercise because my knee hurts. Well, what does my knee hurt? Well, it's probably because I have all these injuries. Okay, so how can we help do that? Well, I need to lose weight. Okay, but how do you lose weight? It's cyclical. I, I was doing good. I'm going to get back to it. I just... The one thing I noticed with myself, because I have been, like, losing weight because of a little bit of my job, and I've been trying to, like... You're also eating way eat better. Eat better too. at lunch, like, actually portion control and everything. So here's the one thing that I, I noticed, and a fascinating thing, too. So portion control works. Well, it's calorie deficit. But anyways, uh so one of the things you're talking about is like I like I notice my like my I I see way more dick now. <laughs> oh, I like how we're going to end our hour on dick. It's you you end every hour on dick, baby. You know, hey. So that's the one thing that I notice. It is it's it's uh. So I like, tell you all the time you look good. You I don't know, believe but you me. don't. I know, but you don't realize it. You, you, you That's why I'm yeah. constantly grabbing you or grinding on you or. Get to sound like on. a cat, like a cat in heat, or just. <laughs> <laughs> so, but that's the thing that I noticed, and like uh, there was a an interesting. Thing. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast, and one of the things they were talking about was like, that what? Nothing. What did you say? Go Joe Joe Rogan's podcast. Go ahead. Yeah, I love Joe Rogan's podcast. So, but he was talking about like, um, like sodium intake and like salts and everything. It's like, and you know, sometimes if you drink too much water, you know, you tend to like, you know, bloat a little bit, and like some areas get like a little bit more retaining. And they said the hard part for people is like pubic area. Okay, because that's tend to be where the more like fattier part is, and it's that's a hard thing to kind of like lose weight in the pubic area. It's a very self conscious thing, especially for like a lot of women. But definitely for a lot of guys. I'm pudgy. You had, <laughs> you had kids. I mean, shut oh, up. thanks. That makes it so much better. Well, you had kids. That's, that is a real thing. That area I know does. it is. So, but for guys, again, we don't have to deal with kids like in that area, in that regards. But I notice when I lose weight. So that's one of the things they talk about. It's like if you want to appear bigger, you know, like losing weight, it effectively looks bigger. But I kind of really notice when I get out of the shower, like I've never had this issue. Okay, we're gonna end on this one right here. Okay. Okay. I can't, I don't understand this with guys because I don't think I have this because I don't have what I would consider are saggy balls. You don't. I, I don't have that. And I've, I've seen plenty of balls in my life. Believe me. 
You but don't. I don't really have saggy balls. Like my dick actually hangs like quite a bit lower than my balls. Yeah. And I feel like that's weird. No. I think as you get older, it might change. But that's. To, but I think but it also has something to do with your 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 um boxer briefs. Because back Maybe? in the day, guys used to. Well, way back in the day, it was tidy whities which kept them people, too close. There, there's still people that wear them. I but. know, which kept them too close. And then the boxers came out, so then mm-hmm. everybody's like, oh, I'll get the free ball. And then it kind of became a big thing. I love the compartment. Right. I love the no, compartment. I'm talking about boxers. Oh. Boxers had boxer nothing. Briefs. Yeah. And then you got the boxer briefs that came yeah. out after that. And a lot of guys were like, oh, this is better. Yeah. This is more supportive. So we don't have that constant hanging and flapping around but my flopping around is more of my dick and not my balls right but some guys aren't but it should be the opposite i feel like that pouch is more for securing your testicles so just like abroad they're not slapping around and getting hurt but for me it's more dick related that's nothing wrong with that though well we did make the argument that balls are gross so sorry guys if you have saggy balls (laughs) no one likes their dick hanging on no, no no dude wants his dick to be sitting on his balls you want it the opposite and i can't i can't help it so well, you know what? I think that's about time, baby. Yeah. So good job. High five. All right. We're, this is a this is a high five household for sure. Yeah, we're teaching the youngest to high five. Yeah. So go ahead, babe. Send us out. All right. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at We Need a Girlfriend, and then at TikTok, We Need a Girlfriend underscore official. You can find us there. You can message message us at both places. Um, you can reach out to us through here. Yep. Uh, I'll always have link tree. Yeah. So keep it freaky, everyone. We love you. Bye.